Welcome to Stone in the City. This is a podcast where two stolen millennials recap the iconic Sex in the City more than two decades after the episode aired. We're real life best friends. My name is Stacy, and I'm a Sex in the City virgin. My name is Macy, and I'm a sexpert here to guide you through this series. Join us on our cannabis infused adventure. So let's light up and start the show. <laughs> that was me doing the sound. Perfect, perfect. All right. Well, now that everybody's lit up, um, yeah, I cannot believe you've never watched this show. Like, it blows my mind that you've that you're coming into this fresh. Like, I'm so jealous. I so wish I could like watch this for the first time. I'm really surprised. It's such a smart show. I was thinking before I watched this episode, there the symbolism in the episodes and the themes and how they interweave things in. It's really good. There's yeah. one thing that happened. I'll see if you notice when we get to the part in the show. But I thought it was hilarious. Oh, well, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, sprinkle it in there for me. All right. Um, but I love to hear that you love this show so far because, like, I think it's great, and this is the worst season. And it's actually really funny, too. Like, I'm laughing out loud. I don't know when the last time I watched a show that really made me laugh out oh loud God. was, but it's making me laugh out oh, loud at least once an episode. I'm, I'm so glad to hear that because I've literally watched this so much that sometimes I question if it's good or not, which sounds stupid because, like, why would I watch it so many times if it wasn't good? Mm. That should be, like, a vote of me liking it. But I think I also just get fixated on stuff and will rewatch it a million times. Mm. And this is one of those shows. And I have always loved this show since I was, like, 12 I've loved this show. So it's cool to me that you're, like, getting to, like, see it for the first time. Yeah. It's great. Know. I feel like it's exciting. Popping my Sex in the City cherry. <laughs> taking the taxi for the first time. I'm such a dork. I'm excited by that. Like, uh-huh. woohoo! Uh-huh. All right. All right. So why don't you... Okay. So the episode we're going to do today is Sex in the City... Season 1, Episode 7, The Monogamist. All right. Summary from Google. Mm -hmm. Carrie and Samantha consider monogamous relationships. Meanwhile, Miranda's feelings for Skipper intensify after she sees him with another woman, and Charlotte is faced with her new boyfriend's sexual demands. Okay. Well, that's a good summary. I guess, I guess. So I rewrote it in my own words, which I just want to point out are my own words and not your own words. Um, Carrie wants Mr. Big to commit. While Samantha whores around with every realtor she can find in Manhattan. Skipper and Miranda have another dysfunctional encounter. And Charlotte acts like blowjobs are absolutely perverted. There we go. Okay. All right. So let's start with the first thing that we noticed, which is crazy that we didn't notice, is that the Twin Towers like are in the intro and they're also in the background of a bunch of seasons of the show. Mm-hmm. And I did a little research and after 9-11, they went in and edited scenes that had already been filmed to remove the towers from the background and replace it with a different skyline because they wanted people to be able to not be distracted and they could be like still entertained by the fictional world that they were looking at. Like 9-11 didn't happen in Mm. Sex and the City. Yeah. And a lot of shows did that, like Friends did that. And like a few, like it was a, it was a thing to do because people needed an escape. It was so televised, especially where we lived. Like, growing up in New Jersey, that was on TV every single day for, like, years, it felt like. It was yeah. all anybody talked about for so long. There was, like, signs up everywhere, flags up everywhere. Yeah. I feel like it was just, like, a constant thing. And, like, who wants to watch that, like, on TV? 
No, it's wants... really sad. Who wants that to be part of your favorite television series also? That's why all of the COVID stuff that happened was so fucking annoying. Like, I don't know if any of your favorite scripted shows got fucked up by COVID, but This Is Us, I was a huge fan. Huge fan. Oh, no. They have you a, loved This Is Us. They have a COVID season oh. where everyone's in masks and there's so many, so many COVID problems and this and that and quarantine. You know what I don't want to fucking watch on This Is Us? People living through bullshit covid stuff like i don't want that to happen in that universe it doesn't have to happen in that universe yeah it's they, so tried too I, don't, I feel a lot of that stuff is preachy as well so it makes me like not want to watch it either i guess but i just feel like i'm looking at this for an escape yeah and that is not an escape that's like oh you know what i love seeing after working in a hospital all day wearing a mask is people wearing masks on tv in a scripted fake show in a fictional world it's fake it is fake. There are there are people working all around them. There's, they're on a set. <laughs> yeah. Like if COVID is so bad that all the actors have to be in masks, then you probably shouldn't be filming filming these scripted series. Like honestly. Yeah. And I don't think that they were really doing it for COVID reasons. Anyway, I feel like they were doing it because they were trying to be, I guess, be like topical and like get to make comments about current events. Oh, I guess maybe because it's easy, too. I bet because it's easy. And also because it's, like, it was a kind of unprecedented. Uh-huh. But so was 9-11. Yeah, that, that's true, yeah. And, like, I feel like the writers of Sex and the City understood that, and they were like, hey, maybe people don't actually want that to forever be a part of a TV series that they loved. And also, like, maybe we don't need to constantly be reminded of something terrible that happened, which... COVID is a thing that's terrible that's happening that, like, we don't need to see on our scripted shows. I understand it's in reality TV shows. That's kind of unavoidable because it's reality. Yeah. But this is not reality. This is fake. None of this happened. Yeah. So I'm glad that they kept it out. Okay. It would be, it would be such a sad episode. Yeah, it'd be sad. And I feel like you couldn't just have one episode and that's it. Like, there one had ep- to be some kind of story. It has significantly affected everybody's life. The show would completely change directions. Absolutely. It would have affected everything. It would have affected so much of these characters' lives. And they would have probably, like, been affected so much as people by it. Because everybody was. Uh, probably don't need it for the show. Yeah, definitely not. Especially a show that's, like, loosely based on a book and a column. Like, this stuff mm. already is, like... This is already a written thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm really glad they kept it out. And I appreciate them for protecting us. And I wish This Is Us did that. Yeah. I wish they didn't digitally edit edit it out, though. Yeah. I feel... I think they thought it was too triggering. Do you know when they did it? After after 9-11, they went back... There was, like, four episodes that aired that season already. And then they went back and, like, took it out of, like... So, I think it's season... This this started in 1998, so I think in season four, there was already, like, three episodes or four episodes that had aired, uh-huh. and then they went back and, like, took everything out of the stuff that had been filmed but not aired. Okay. So stuff that had been aired already, they left. Yeah. But stuff that was going to be produced oh, afterwards, I they see. took out. Okay. Which I think was, like, a sensitivity choice. Hmm interesting yeah there's like a famous scene with richard wright where it's supposed to be well real fans of the show will know what i'm talking about Uh although you're a new fan of the show but like um 
obsessive fans like me um, will know that when Richard Wright and Samantha are on the pool and they have their swimming scene, I'm just going to leave it really vague. Um, are they having sex? Well, you know. <laughs> it's Samantha. It's Samantha, yeah. Always, so. <laughs> Samantha's always having sex. I, she's iconic. Um, love Samantha. But yeah. Um, the Twin Towers are supposed to be in the background of that scene. And they're not. It's the Empire State Building. That would have looked so cool, though. It would have looked cool. I I feel like... Hmm. I kind of wish they didn't take it out of that, but I am glad that they didn't comment on it directly in the show. Yeah, I like the no comment. I think I kind of would have been nice if they left it in the background just for history's sake and yeah. people could remember because people aren't going to know what 9-11 is I guess eventually gradually unless it's like taught in school it'll fade if you don't have those landmarks where people can say like you know now or in five years or younger kids wow what are those what are those buildings and they can learn about 9-11 that way they probably teach 9-11 in schools though right I would imagine yeah I like it was a big deal yeah yeah huh anyway Anyway, so kick us off. All right, so my first thoughts were, I hate Big, surprise, surprise, but Carrie seemed happy, so I was happy for her. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem to be spending a lot of time together, having a lot of fun. The, Kissing, walking down the street, Yeah, the as people shots do. they did, you know, were really cute. Yeah. I mean, I think... <sighs> I think they're really cute together. <laughs> And I do. I love him, and I think he was great in this whole episode. <laughs> but, you know, we can just disagree with each other the whole time. That's fine. I mean, I guess you think that Carrie's been MIA, and uh, just like Miranda does when she calls. And... Can you believe they were calling each other before work? Would you ever call somebody, like a friend, to catch up before work? No. I mean, I guess it was different times, and, like, we could text each other now. Well, that's the thing. We can be in constant contact now. They're only home, like, at certain times. Yeah, but it's so early. I guess they're making the most of what they can. They're being strategic. I, I mean, just... I guess Miranda could just call from the office, but she probably doesn't know where Carrie's going to be, because Carrie doesn't have, mm. like, a real job. You're right. So she's just doing whatever. She's always out and about, yeah. too. Because she writes a column, but, like, how long does that take? I honestly don't know how long it would take, but she has one job, and that's what it is. <laughs> she so... has one job. I mean, I have one job, but my job takes, like, 40 hours every week. Yeah. I don't know how long her job takes. Yeah. But she's at a lot of parties, so I think that Miranda doesn't know where she is a lot of the time. Yeah. Consistently self-employed, like, the entire series, even to now. I guess technically, does the newspaper employ her? Technically, a newspaper employs her. Okay. At this point, yeah. That's pretty successful if you're only writing one column. I know. And she lives in this, like, amazing studio apartment in Manhattan. Makes no sense. Amazing studio apartment. Well, I guess, yeah, you're right. It's Manhattan. Haha. For what it is. And it's, like, a giant closet. Like, if you live alone, like, that's, that would be great. It's, like, a bedroom that and it has a closet, like, the size of the bedroom. Like, I love that. I would love that. I don't know. I wouldn't want to live in a studio. I'd go crazy. I guess, but she has some walls because of her giant closet, and her she has a living room. It's just like it's like a big studio. Oh, okay. She's, oh, I need to pay more attention. Yeah, I mean you will because it's it's a constant. Point it out if you see it. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely. Um, but yeah, they were getting ready for work. Oh my gosh, and Carrie looked so gorgeous in that scene. I don't know, her bone structure in the last shot was perfect. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker has a new fan. Not, I mean, like, she's not, I mean, she's, like, 
you know, she's not, like, beautiful, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, she just looks really good in some of these scenes, and she yeah. does. Oh, my gosh. All the women in this episode, Samantha and Carrie in those dresses, damn, they look so good. Did you notice that? I mean, they always look good. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know. I'm like, damn. And, they like, look, like, Charlotte. Perfect hourglasses. Like, beautiful. Charlotte gets, um better and better looking I feel like throughout the series because I feel like right now she's like a little bit preppy and like I mean she's always preppy I guess but she's like a grandma kind of uh-huh. and like she gets more adventurous with like how she dresses and her hair gets better okay cool. I, th- I think she's beautiful like the actress she is pretty so pretty and she's in a um I can't think of what it's called she's an amazing thing on Netflix mm. delusional something I don't know. Some fucked up thing that I liked on Netflix. Mm-hmm. But she's she's funny and they all are hilarious and beautiful. I think Miranda's also beautiful, but she's just like more of like a she's like more of a funky kind of look, I feel like. Yeah. I don't love the the hair color. I don't love it. Uh-huh. I think it is her natural color sort of. Oh wow. But I don't know because like her hair is like always red and like in in later things, like, they make it seem like it's a genetic thing. Like, the people in her family have red hair. Uh-huh. So it's, like... It's, like, her thing. But she also her also her red hair color changes dramatically throughout the show. So I don't know if that's because, like, Cynthia Nixon doesn't have red hair. Uh-huh. Or, like, it's because Miranda doesn't really have red hair. Or maybe it's, like, how I have blonde hair, sort of. But, like, I don't really. Because, like, I had blonde hair as a child. And yeah. I don't now. But I dye it. So now it's blonde. But yeah. it's not really my hair color. Uh-huh. But it's not really fake either. Not as much as, like, if my hair was red, because my hair was not never red, naturally. Yeah. Which my hair has been red, and that was super fake. <laughs> yeah, that would, like, suck. I mean, that's, like, what, I guess on one of those Nickelodeon shows, Cat and Steve, or Sam and Cat, Ariana, Gra- Ariana Grande had a character, and her hair was red, and that was, like, one of the traits of the character, so she had to dye her hair red all the time. So she fried it. Uh, or maybe it was victorious. Oh, she fried it. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to keep your hair red. It's like a lot of upkeep. That's why my hair is not red anymore. Also because my fiance hates it when my hair's red. It just like sucks that your job is dependent on your hair color, you know? Like even if you yeah. don't like it. For sure. I mean, I think that's a lot of being like an actor is like you have to look like a certain way. Like you have to look like your character. That's true. Which is why like, I mean, these characters I feel like have defined... I like these actresses in a lot of ways and like that's what people mm, think of them as definitely and I mean just because it was so it was such a big deal at the time there's been a bunch of movies like it's very like well known so I think they've been all typecasted this way but are they oh, really yeah. are they really like that or do they fit their characters and now it's just sort of huh I wonder that's like, an how interesting much, thing I wonder how much like them they are in like real life yeah, that's a good, like, research topic. What? How much like them there? I, yeah. I need to hang out with them. They definitely have, like, interviews or something. That's true, I guess. Yeah. I, I'm going to start <laughs> getting to know the actresses. I do follow Sarah Jessica Parker on Instagram now, at, at our Instagram, which is stoned in the city Ooh. underscore podcast. Follow us. Follow us. And then we have a Twitter, which is stoned and the city with yeah. a D. And then... I don't know. What you else could do also have? email us at stonedandthecity do it, do at it. gmail.com. Let us know your comments, thoughts. Yeah, and we are Macy and Stacy something on Facebook. Probably should know that. Yeah. I don't even know. 
we're stone we're stone to say face uh, yeah we're not going to really use the facebook unless somebody wants to start a facebook group about this that would be fine but we're probably not going to use the facebook but hit me up on instagram stone in the city underscore podcast um yeah so miranda calls carrie tells her she's a terrible friend because she's been hooking up with her new boyfriend yeah or whatever he is i guess and um they plan a dinner with the girls because big has a dinner thing that mm-hmm. night so okay proving miranda's point i guess a little bit <laughs> um and then they're at dinner and they all look amazing oh my gosh gorgeous gorgeous so it's our four main ladies it's carrie samantha miranda charlotte and carrie's missed a lot she's missed a lot in the mm-hmm. amount of time that she's been fucking big which has been what like one week at most two i don't weeks? know i was actually thinking i wasn't sure what to think during the show i thought it was um at least like two or three week time span but i don't think that's realistic i don't think i don't think it's been two or three weeks i think it's been like one week and also i feel like her friends are a little bit needy honestly yeah i mean you don't see a friend for one week like and you're like making her feel like shit about it yeah i mean i guess also she hasn't been checking in but still grow up it's been one week yeah like how much really is going on in your life maybe it's been two weeks it has to be longer because charlotte was date charlotte wouldn't like get that serious with a guy after a week i don't know i don't know if that's true Charlotte gets with a billion guys, I feel like. She acts like such a... But she was ready to commit. She, yeah, because she's a commitment whore, too. Like, she wants to get married so bad that she is, like, ready to wipe up every guy that comes along. Oh, which is a the, different type of... Doesn't she have the five-date rule? Yeah, but it's... If you have five dates in, like, a week, or five dates in two weeks... They already met each other, though. It definitely had to be longer than a week. Because remember at dinner, Samantha said that we already met him or we all met him. I guess. Maybe it's two weeks, three weeks at the most. <laughs> it's not that long. And also, you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Miranda's doing work stuff. Doesn't seem like that much happened there. She's no. always doing that. She's like a badass, powerful attorney. Woo. Wears terrible suits. Hideous, bulky, pinstripey suits. Yeah. Hate that. It's very 90s, though. Um, Samantha's looking for a new apartment. Yes, she is. And Charlotte is, yeah, she met a guy, and she's really into him. They all met him, and he's awesome. Michael Conway. Michael Conway. That sounds like a model name. I like it. Or, like, a sailor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm Michael Conway. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a real charmer. Yeah. He seems great. He seemed too good to be true, though. They're, they're always too good to be true. But he really was, because... Charlotte was just upset that he wanted a blowjob, and she didn't want to give him a blowjob. Am I crazy that I feel like she's being really annoying about that? That, yeah, personally, I do think that's really annoying. (laughs) So, yeah, we agree on something. Yeah, we finally agree. I do think it was appropriate how he was so pushy for it. Like, no means no. Yeah. But I don't know. I I also enjoy blowjobs. I mean... You, you're going to tell a guy he's never going to get blown again in his whole life? Maybe you could just say, I'm not ready to do that right now. Yeah, and it's okay if you break up because you're sexually incompatible, too. I guess it sucks, but... I guess, but, like, that's a hard and fast rule that you're never going to give a blowjob? Yeah, he, she's probably going to have a hard time with that. I feel like we're being, like, like, very insensitive right now, but I really felt like she was being annoying. <laughs> and she was not, she didn't have, like, a real reason for it. And it felt she like they didn't could, like it. They could have had like that's a, a real reason though, because you don't like it. I guess, but like she, I don't know, no. 
just to say never is it seems crazy to me yeah that's kind of like saying you only do one kind of like sex position you know I, that's a big turn off doggy style that's it that's all i'm doing yeah i'd be like oh that's boring okay. you know you know what honestly i don't feel insensitive because i feel like if a guy said i'll never eat you out we're broken up that's breaking up that wow. is what breaking up looks all right, like all right all right well, come on. No, I mean, yeah, I like that's awesome. I like that seems crazy. And nobody should do anything they don't want to do. Obviously, a big fan of consensual sex over here. Obviously, he shouldn't have been pressuring her the way he was. I thought that was very bizarre. He was like taking his hand and like trying to push her face onto his crotch. That's why you break up. That right there is why you break up. Also, yeah, not. Don't push my face onto your dick. Like, if I want my face to be there, it'll be there. Yeah, or, like, you don't have the balls to ask me. Like, yeah, tell me to my face. Or maybe you should eat her out and then see what happens. Oh, my gosh, 100%. That's Although she, she, said, time, she said she didn't want him to, though. Yeah, you're right. I mean, she is missing out. Yeah, That's I what mean, I'm doing in life. Anytime I date somebody and I meet somebody, I am not giving them a blowjob before they go down on me. They have to go for it first. Wow, I love that. Yeah. That's a good rule. That is going to be my I'm going to use that rule, too. I mean, I... <laughs> Just with this one guy, though. <laughs> I love that. We'll see what happens, you know? Imagine, like, he just never did it and didn't care about getting a blowjob and it just never happened again. Well, I guess, and then, uh, you know, call me Charlotte. I'm just retired. Call me Charlotte. That sounds like a southern term. Call me Charlotte. Spoiler alert, this all changes for Charlotte. (gasps) Good. Yay. (laughs) But, like, how old are you, Charlotte? Like, 34? Like, 30? I mean, she's got to be, like, 30 at this point. They are ambiguous about their ages, because I'm thinking that they're older. They're like in Samantha their Samantha looks older. They're in their Samantha's the oldest. Okay. But they're in their thirties. Okay. Samantha might almost be forty or is forty. Okay. Cause she's like pretty significantly older than Yeah, her. I would say like definitely late thirties. But no, because Charlotte's gonna turn thirty five. Okay. Like many seasons from now. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I feel like they wow. kind of I feel like they kind of age them backwards. Okay. Got it. Because they're like sort of unclear about their ages in the first couple seasons, which is smart to do. Because if you're only gonna get, if you're only gonna get like one or two seasons, you can make them like thirty-seven. But if you're gonna make the show like six or seven seasons, maybe you want to start them younger. Yeah, because you, you want to. Because if you're trying to do the thirties, that is only so many years. You know, like it's not an infinite amount of years. Yeah. <sighs> That's smart of them, though. I never thought about that. That's why I'm not a film writer <laughs> or a TV show writer. Yeah. All well, right, well, they looked hot. I mean, I thought Samantha was very hot during the whole thing. I love everything she said. And I feel like she said something very funny, which is you might be like in re- regards to giving head. She said, oh, yeah, you might be on your knees, but you've got them by the balls. <laughs> and I love that. Yeah, that was really clever. I like that. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, that's <laughs> my new anthem. <laughs> I like that everybody else was like, well, duh, like, just blow him, who cares? Oh, yeah, and the best was, um, they're like, yeah, we only give oral sex to get oral sex. Yeah, and, and like, she's like, Whoa. oh, I don't even want him to do that. And it's like, what? Bitch, have you never had oral sex? It's like, really awesome. worth trying. The guy must have been really bad. Like, will you have one guy do it and that's it? Come on. Oh. Uh, 
You know what I mean? Like, you just assume all people are bad at it because one is bad at it. I don't even think it could be that hard either. How? You honestly can teach a man how to do it. I feel like my tongue would get tired, but, like, however long it doesn't get tired for, it's not that hard. What? Eating someone out? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't think it's physically demanding. Yeah. But I do think there's, like, a technique to it for sure. Yeah, but, like, to give, like, good, something that feels good, it doesn't, it's not that hard. Yeah, it doesn't have to be incredible either, even. Exactly, yeah. It should be, like, mediocre, and you wouldn't be scarred and not want to do it again. Just pass the time, you know? <laughs> what a way to pass time. It could be worse. Exactly. You know, I don't hate that. Exactly. And it's not always going to be a home run. Yeah, and that's okay. But you know what? I, I'll take any day of getting my pussy licked over not. That's the thing. That's the thing, Charlotte. Wake up. Yeah, better to go out swinging than not, yeah, than looking. It's better to have been eaten out. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. But I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to date these people and you're trying to, like, instantly marry someone, you probably should blow them. It'll help a lot. As a as an engaged person, I can say. LOL. It helps a lot. So, you know, that's, that's where I stand on that. But, um... Carrie's having a worse night than Charlotte because... Oh, yeah. Who is in the restaurant? Big. Big with Julia Woods. At his dinner thing, which is why he couldn't hang out. Well, he was right. He was at a dinner thing. Yeah. He was on a date. He's a jerk. I mean, he was on a date. They didn't... What was he supposed to say? They didn't have the talk either, so... Yeah, I mean, I could see why she was like surprised and not thrilled by that though yeah for sure would not be happy but obviously he didn't think she was gonna be there yeah and like you guys didn't have the talk yeah so you can't really be that mad yeah she could have went on a date with somebody else and it would have been fair game unfortunately that wasn't the thing no but she was out and he was out and it's like i don't know yeah he didn't really do anything wrong no he didn't but, like, I I'll agree s- with you on that one. <laughs> okay, uh, at this point, look at that. We're on the same page. Whoa. Um, but after this experience, Carrie's, like, questioning all men, basically. And um, she asks in her column, do men have an innate aversion to monogamy? And I want to ask you that. Um, no... I don't know. That's an interesting question. I feel overall... No. Okay. Cool. I don't think so either. I feel like she's just really being colored by this one experience she's having right now. Um, But also, like, you never asked me monogamous. You just assumed that you were. Yeah, exactly. Very juvenile, I feel like, to assume that. Yeah, I wonder if it was different times back then. Because now it's so obvious, but I oh, feel like know dating what, culture has also changed a lot. That is possible. But I feel like Carrie's out with all these guys all the time. It's just, like, because she really likes him. And Carrie just projects her feelings onto other people for pretty mm. much. Like, I get it, though. Well, you, the if end you of the really episode, like, my gosh. Oh, for sure. So embarrassing. If you really like someone and you're, really, really vibing with someone, like, it would suck that they, like are telling you they're busy because they have a date with someone else. Yeah. It would suck. And you but... can't tell them that. Oh, my God, yeah. What is he supposed to say? I have a date, actually. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They need to be more clear about how long they've been dating. I'm very unclear about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they've made any 
Like, you should have asked Carrie if you want to be monogamous because you can't, I don't know. He's, like, a 40-year-old man. Yeah. You're not his girlfriend. Grow up. Yeah. I feel like a lot of that is just, like, Carrie is very immature. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know. She needs to be happier with herself. I mean, she is. She has every right to be disappointed. But uh, yeah. But she should be smart. Yeah, she dates around. You're in your 30s. You live in New York City. You don't know that people date other people yeah exactly don't be this naive carrie come on grow up you just because she's like obsessed with him exactly so true and he she wants him to be obsessed with her which obviously makes sense mm-hmm. i she's get blinded that. by love yeah i mean she like instantly is obsessed with him mm-hmm. which i understand <laughs> uh, yeah I, I like i don't more for you more big for you too big for me did you hate when they had the weird people talking to the camera they just showed, like, they just, they do this weird thing in season one. I don't think it ever happens again. Where I they, like, like that. They show, they like, that. the random people on the street saying their gross stuff about their sex lives. Yeah, I think, I enjoy that. I think it's funny because it provides different perspectives. My version of monogamy is, uh, includes sex with hookers. It's like, oh, okay. Lovely. Who Which are you asking? are kind of scummy. Yeah, they're all scummy. Who the fuck is she asking these questions? I don't know. Your version of monogamy includes sex with hookers. Yeah, that's gross. That's that's not monogamy, sir. Yeah, emotional monogamy. <laughs> but I feel like that's like, I don't know. <laughs> it's not financial that's monogamy, like, let me tell you that. Yeah. Oh. Fuck that. Oh, yeah. I'd be so pissed oh, if like, my husband yeah. likes hookers. I would like kill him. You're spending our money, my money, on horse. Okay, well... Again, these are, this is my things that I will end it all over. No, no head, no, and hookers. That's what it is. Things that start with H. Yeah, but I want head and I don't want hookers. Mm. Okay. I feel like that's reasonable. 100% reasonable. Oh my gosh. That's, I feel like those are bare minimum things. Yeah, those those are necessities. There we go. Oh God. (sighs) But Samantha's looking for an apartment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. New York City is so expensive. My gosh. Yeah, even in 1998. Yeah, some of my favorite things, well, not my favorite things, but when I'm really bored, I really enjoy looking at New York City apartments because they're so friggin' small. Mm-hmm. And I just fathom how people, like, it's just a room and people are out and about all the time. What yeah. happens if they get sick? Like, they have to stay in that place? That would make them more sick. Dude quarantining how did people yeah how did they do that i don't know you were in a very small apartment but not like a micro 100 square foot apartment with a like a communal bathroom or oh my god yeah 100 square feet i can't i don't even know what that is like like a cell it's a prison i don't know if it's 100 square feet it has to be bigger than that but maybe like 300 i think a tiny house can be like 100 square feet though or like 200 square feet i watched a bunch of tiny house shows it's really cool but also terrible like i couldn't do it but i always am like wow yeah they look really really cute like the luxury tiny houses i will watch anything about that i will look at pictures of that all the time i constantly wanted luxury tiny house i could never do it Hmm. it's too small yeah i need like a 500 square foot tiny house and it's like at that point it's already an apartment yeah and that's still probably too small yeah (laughs) but that doesn't even count as a tiny house that's just a house yeah, that sucks. I know. Like, I, I think s- 300 square feet is the max. Oh, gosh, no. That's hell. I mean, I guess they really jam stuff in there, but it just seems, like, not big enough at all. No. And I hate when they have the beds, like, really close to the ceiling. Well, yeah, that's what they do. Oh. So they could actually fit their, like, microwave in there, if that. 
Dude, maybe I, their mini fridge. Imagine sleeping with your face like a foot from the ceiling. No thanks. Yeah, could, I would hate that. Could not do it. You have to. You bump your head all the time. It hurt your like. It probably hurt your back a lot that you couldn't like get up or move. Oh my god. Like well in your bed. It would be horrible. I would be like suffocating. I feel like. Never but if I could it. have a regular, I just need like a separate bedroom from my tiny house. Like I need to not sleep in it and just use it during the day. Hmm. Where I'm not home that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, your tiny house would be your bedroom. The tiny house is just the extra room that I have. <laughs> I love that. That's so funny. I'm just going to park a tiny house in my backyard. <laughs> That'd be so cool, though. You can go there, like, if you want to be alone. Or I should put one in the, court, in the courtyard here. But people wouldn't be able to share it. It would only be yours. It would be kind of awkward, you know? Mm. People would, like, watch you going in and out, and um, they'd be like, err. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not actually allowed to put it there. Hmm. I would have to get, like, a place where you could have, like, you'd have to be, like, zoned for that. To, like, have a yard where you could have, like, a thing. Wow. Although Christine's parents did that, right? They had, like, a, well, it's an RV. Yeah. I mean, I guess an RV would suit my purposes, honestly. I'm just gonna get an RV. Yeah, seriously. They're, like, really nice. Why don't I do are. that? Oh, my God. I'm gonna get a house. We'll get a house. And we'll each have our own RV in the yard. That'd be great. That It's, like, a perfect marriage. You know what would be actually awesome, though? Like, a cool trailer park. Or so like a awesome. mobile home park. Like it sucks because trailer parks unfortunately like have a lot of like drugs and are very impoverished. But if you had like just a mobile home or a trailer home community of like young adults that are like tiny houses but they're bigger than tiny houses. Oh, like, yeah. it'd be so cool. Absolutely. I look at trailers constantly and like it's just because I'm terrified to live there. I can't live there. But it's so cheap. Yeah, it's so cheap and they're big. Like our friend's trailer is really nice. It has a kitchen. Um, living room, den, two bedrooms. It's not humongous, but it definitely has all you need. Yeah. You know, it's like efficient of... space. Exactly. <sighs> one day. One I day. don't know. I'm probably not going to get a trailer, but I wish I could. I know. But I am going to get an RV for my yard. It's going to be my she shed. That's awesome. Yeah. I really don't think you need a permit. Well, maybe you do. I, I don't know. I really hope you wouldn't need a permit for that. I hope not. For a tiny house, I think I would. Yeah. I think there's rules Maybe for like plumbing. Like you definitely need plumbing. Oh my god, I definitely need plumbing. Anybody mm. needs plumbing. Plumbing. Oh my god. Yeah, that's why I can't camp because I need plumbing. Oh. But if I have an RV, maybe I can camp. There you go. That's like I call that Look cheating camping though. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not gonna <laughs> legit camp. Fuck that. I can't do it. I'm not doing it. Understandable. Anyway, Samantha's looking at apartments. Good thing, yeah, this isn't her situation because she's looking at like the most expensive, well, not the most expensive, but really, really nice apartments in New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, Samantha's got that money. Yeah. Do re mi self made. So badass. she committed to her realtor. Mm-hmm. They, well, they committed to each other. Yeah. That Samantha was not going to work with any other realtors in the city, and this realtor would be the first to tell Samantha about you know, the best deals and she'd right. be the first to see them. Right. And all was well. That is the agreement. That is the agreement. And then we flashed to uh Stanford and Carrie at the bar and I got sad because Stanford died. Like the actor that played Stanford. Oh, recently? Mm-hmm. Oh, rest in peace. When? Like a couple of months ago. Oh, okay. Like during I thought the, it was really recent. Oh, no, like during the still. during the filming of just like that. Oh, that's heartbreaking. They had to like for everyone. They had to like write him out of the series, which is like terrible. Oh, I traumatic. Know. I know. So he filmed the beginning of it. I know. Oh, so sad. I know. So sad. And he was great. So sad. 
but he, he's very stereotypical gay friend like they mm. clearly did not have a lot of range for that character at this point but i mean representation is representation so that's still good yeah at the time i guess yeah um but so his friend came over mm-hmm. and because of, I guess, because he's a stereotypical gay guy, I thought he was a gay guy. I did not really realize he was hitting on Samantha. I thought he was just Carrie. a gay man. Oh, sorry, Carrie. I thought he was just a gay man being, like, very complimentary, you know, yeah. towards her. Well, you know, he's one of New York's 30 under 30. He was so annoying. So annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, I thought he, his hair was crazy. Ridiculous. He looks like he was in a boy band. Jared is his name, and he's a writer of a new new book. Okay. And I guess he was hitting on Carrie. Yeah. But I I didn't think it was that. I didn't think it was very attractive or alluring in any way. No, he was just annoying. And he ended up inviting them to his party on Friday night, I think. Yeah. Um. So. His party for his book being in New York's, or well, I guess his book getting him into New York's 30 Under 30, I don't really understand. Like, he writes one book, and he's one of the 30 best people in New York. I guess it was a really good book. Must have been. Hmm. Maybe it was just his latest book. Maybe he pays somebody. <laughs> that's how those things work. <laughs> Maybe sometimes. his dad is the editor. Exactly, yeah. That's Oh my gosh, that's totally how it worked out. Nepotism, for mm. sure. <laughs> Gosh. Um, so Samantha's on her way home, I think, after that, and she gets a call from, or sh- what happened? Samantha calls, wait, sorry, I'm like super Oh, well, right now. <laughs> sorry, Samantha is Carrie. talking to, uh, Carrie or Samantha, which one are you talking about? Uh, Carrie. When oh, she Carrie is home. Yeah, from Mr. Big Nobody has car. cell phones, dude. Yeah. So she's in the house. Like, she's in her apartment. Okay, yeah, that's Answer what her was. landline. Yeah. Which is hard to picture, but it is what happened. When Mr. Big calls her from the car and says, I miss you, baby. I miss you, baby. Ew. So hot. Anyway. Oh, I hate him. Oh, my God. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I love him. Um, I literally wrote it twice in my notes. <laughs> that's how much you loved it. <laughs> totally. You're like, oh, I miss you too, big. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And she goes out with Miranda and, of course, psychoanalyzes everything he says. Imagine not being able to have text messages to show each other. Oh. Oh, my gosh, yeah. They don't even have that option. They have to take you at your word, too. So they're yeah. always, you're always going to sound better than you are. Oh, in my a good God. Of cases. That's so true. I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. That's actually super convenient because you could just say whatever. Totally. Now there's so no much receipts proof. to back it up. There's so much fucking evidence now. Yeah, and if it was really embarrassing back then, you could be like, no, I never said that. You're lying. Yeah. <laughs> just who, deny, deny, deny. Who knows what I said? There's no evidence of it. There's no video of it. There's no. I didn't write it down. Probably. Deny. No one's even emailing. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. What a time. Yeah. People are reading a print newspaper. That's that's the times we're in. Ugh. I would kind of want to do that. I'm thinking I should look at, like, something to subscribe to. I, I like reading. I feel like you would have loved the 90s, like, if you got a bit of, could have been an adult in the 90s. Definitely. I would have liked it, too, I think. Ugh. You know what? Let's go on a time machine. I, we were there, but we were just, like, really young. Yeah. Too young to enjoy. To live. Yeah, because in 1998, we were very young. Yeah, we couldn't do anything because yeah. we were young. Because we were in elementary school. Yeah. You can't drive. <laughs> We really could not drive. Well, I mean, I could have drove, but nobody would (laughs) have let me. 
is the problem. You would have gotten into a car crash 30 seconds like you don't when know. driving. You don't know. Do you think you would have been able to see I as was a like, seven-year-old? I was like six, okay? Don't make me older than I am. Okay. And yes, I can drive when I'm six. And now. I'm a very good driver. Wow. I was born a good driver. Expertise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Driving savant. Never mm-hmm. an accident, ever. Oh, but, um... Okay, so, yeah. She's out with Miranda, talking about Big. And who walks up? Skipper on a date. And Miranda's jealous. Barf, barf, barf. Barf, barf, barf. There's nobody grosser than fucking um skipper i like do not understand this yeah. thing that's happening he at all. was pretty gross especially how like they had the sex scene and like it was just oh not yeah let's set up that scene what happened tell me what you think happened what do you mean with um skipper or like how would i describe it yeah what happens with miranda and skipper tell me what happens all right so um yeah skipper and the girl run by Miranda and Carrie when they're out to dinner. Miranda's super jealous. So Skipper goes back home. I forget what they were going to do, but they ended up back up at Skipper's house or apartment. And they are doing it. They're having a great time. They're making disgusting sex noises. (gasps) It's so unpleasant, but I'm thinking like, it's so true though. If you're having good sex and you're having fun, it's like pretty gross you know if you think that is so true it's actually all fucking gross when you think about it too much yeah so i appreciated how raw and honest it was because it was disgusting but yeah but it was probably a good time it's probably authentic although ew really ew it was authentic no i mean i just feel like it was more authentic than like a lot of like sex scenes okay good i'm like oh no i don't think that they really were having too much fun no no i mean i think they should have been having a little bit more fun because why did he even answer the phone yeah, yeah. So they they start. They're uh, sorry. They're having sex, and the phone rings, and it goes to message, and Miranda calls, and she's like, "Hey, Skipper, I miss you so much. Um, you know, we should get together sometime soon. I would really like to see you. You've been looking so good. Meanwhile, I'm thinking like, oh, Miranda, love yourself. Don't do this. Ooh, excuse me. Um." And Miranda he picks up the phone and he's like, oh, hey, Miranda, how are you doing? And they talk and she's like, yeah, I want to see you. I forget what she says. Do you remember? Um, no, but I wrote down what Skipper's girlfriend said. Okay. Um, so Skipper's like, all right. He hangs up the phone and he like essentially breaks up with the girl while they're banging each other. She says, you're breaking up with me while you're still inside of me. Yeah, that's, like, pretty gross. That is disgusting. That is... I would be... I can't even imagine. I don't know how you react to that situation. Like, what, does he just pull out? Yeah. And you leave? Oh, yeah, she's at his place, too. She, like, has So he's, like, kicking her out in the middle of having sex. Oh, that makes it even worse. I wasn't even thinking she's about like that. She's, like, naked, and she's, like, what's going to happen? Is she going to put her clothes on so they can fight? That's horrible. Oh, my God. I, like, don't... That is... He just dumped you for another girl. You know In what? the middle of sex. He gets what's coming to him, though. I'm he so is disgusting. He That's what I'm saying. I feel like Skipper is viewed as, like, a hopeless romantic. Very Ted Mosby of How I Met Your Mother. Fucking douchebag. Player asshole. 
Just because uh. you're pathetic does not mean you're romantic. Those are not the same things. And a romantic guy, a good guy, a stand-up guy would not do this. You hate him as much as I hate Big. You can't even finish <laughs> fucking her. You have to take yeah. Miranda's call in the middle of sex. It's like, not even, like, pretend to. There's... Imagine having an answering machine. Oh my gosh, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. You get home and like, but that'd suck if you get a lot of boring messages or you're really, really sad and you're just like hoping for a friend's message to cheer you up and you have like two messages and they're both from like companies or something. It's just my mom called me twice. <laughs> yeah. Your phone bill is due. Oh, God. Did it get lost in the mail? <laughs> I mean, I feel like he could have just at least finished having sex. Yeah. Wait until the next day, even, honestly. That's probably the gentlemanly thing to do. Have some self-control. Yeah, I mean, I guess it wouldn't be as interesting for the show, but it is big pathetic. And that's pretty... Wait, did he go right to her place afterwards, or was there time in between there? I feel like they didn't... They showed Charlotte next, so they didn't show us, like, immediately what happened, I feel like. Okay, good, because that would be nasty if you went right to her and I mean, maybe he, immediately after. I don't know if he did or not, though, because the next scene they show is them in bed together, like, Skipper and Miranda in yeah. bed together. And him telling her that I broke up with her the second that you called. Yeah, so I got the impression that he went right over to her. So you took your dick out of one woman. Yeah, that's And disgusting. then immediately... Can you, like, take a wet washcloth to yourself at least? That is gross. I... Yeah, that... Like, okay, Skipper. I him a lot. I really feel like he's just one of those guys... It's like a toxic trait in men, which I, I feel like is not acknowledged enough, is, like, men who think they are really good guys, but they are not. Yeah. Just because... You're fucking pathetic does not mean you're a good guy. I'm sorry. It's not the same thing. He's a loser. He's abusive. Who does that? I was so cringing at Miranda. She was giggling. Ew, did you catch how she giggled? It, like, made my skin crawl. I hated it. She was, like, stroking his arm and giggling, and I'm just, like, gagging. Nasty. Can't stand Skipper. They were gross, and I wrote down, if a guy told me they broke up with someone when I called, I'd be really turned off. You know, I'd be like, you're so desperate. Like, that's she, weird. She was turned off. Yeah, it was creepy. She was like, uh... <laughs> Sorry for the minor interruption. Uh, Charlotte's, uh, in the next scene, Charlotte is walking with Michael Conway down the street. And um, he asks her to be exclusive. Yeah. Which, I mean, seems to be exactly what she wants. Yeah, she was so happy. He seemed so lame, though. He seemed like middle-class fancy to me, you know, <laughs> if he would be on that Instagram account. Yeah, but, like, Instagram wasn't a thing yet, so she wasn't warned. Maybe she thought it was original. Maybe it was original. Maybe he invented it. I just thought he was lame. Like, yeah. I, he was too safe. Not edgy at all. Very vanilla. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want more of, like, a biker guy, you know? <laughs> a little more edge. Somebody a little scarier. Exactly. That's what I want. I think she's looking for, like, a yuppie. Yeah, definitely. Well, he had the golden retriever to match. Oh my god, I love it. I love a good golden retriever. Super cute, super floof. Oh, so that was the funny thing in the episode. Did you notice how the golden retriever was just staring at him all the time that they were making out? I thought that was so funny. Yeah, the dog was like in love with him. So smart. So funny. I didn't notice until like Charlotte said like your dog's like in love with you or something like that. They said the dog dog was happy. Staring at him. I mean, dogs do that. They just stare. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, 
What? If I was, I would be so uncomfortable if I was at somebody's place and I was like making out with them and their pet was like staring at us. I'd be like, I don't know, can you? I mean, I wouldn't I, want it. I mean, don't make out with me then, because my pet will stare at you. Okay, thanks for the warning. If I was going to do that, but you know, he's not here right now. Oh, so this is your after one after the podcast. <laughs> okay, okay, it's really steaming up. Whew. Stoned in the city. Whew. Oh my god. So, Carrie's clearly mad at Big, but they go to a party together anyway, because that's what you do when you're mad at someone. I loved her dress again. She looks amazing. So gorgeous. I love her outfits. So fun. And Big just sucks. So, at the party, everybody was making jokes or mixing her up. Somebody thought her name was, wait, what was it, Julie or Julia? Julia. Julia. Um... There was another girl, and her passport was at his house, or... Yeah, so someone comes up and together. kisses him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you notice that Carrie's, like, kind of famous? Everyone's talking about her column. Yeah. Everyone knows what it is. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was funny when she was... When someone said that they were dating, and she said, Are we dating? I thought we were just sleeping together. Yeah like that's so funny that's like totally something i would say yeah that's like hilarious <laughs> i like that but she was so upset and i feel bad and he he just sucks he has no empathy or respect for emotions you know he's emotionally blind like sure he's honest but an emotionally intelligent person would see that carrie's upset so he would try to make her feel better instead of being an asshole I guess. I don't know. I don't know if that's really, like... I don't know. I feel like she's being a little bit unreasonable. Well, wouldn't you be upset if you are brought as a date to somebody's party and And everybody's like, well, you're dating, like, huh, Mm. which one are you? Mm. True. I mean, I think he's just a man whore. And she doesn't like that, but I think that's just, like, a reality of the situation. Uh, It'd be nice of him to say that, though. Like, if she's not getting it. Just so you know, Carrie, I'm a whore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the evidence is clear, and I feel like he makes no bones about it, and she just does not want to accept the reality of the situation. Which makes know. her seem like... Not... I don't know. So I was so happy when she walked away. I said, you go, girl. And she looked super incredibly hot when she was like smoking a cigarette in her tiny little dress it's like gorgeous looking good carrie that's what you do and she made her way to jared and his party well stanford first she saw stanford and then they were talking and then jared came over and jared was just so gross like he turned me off instantly i can't believe carrie was into it i mean she she wasn't really into it but she wasn't really into it she just like i mean have you ever like hooked out hooked up with someone because you were mad at someone else no Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I may have done that before. Like, just, like, out of, like, spite, you know? Mm. Just, like, something else to to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, good for you. (laughs) I think that's kind of fun. (laughs) Kind of fun, or, like, I don't know. I mean, as immature as Carrie is, I guess I'm also immature. Yeah. I've definitely done that. But she failed. Because Jared's like, do you want to come home with me? And she's like, sure, let me just make a phone call. And who does she call? Big. She called Big. She's like, come here. No, she's like, I'm going to go home with the guy. Here he is. 
his name's Jared. Or say hi, Jared. He's like, hi, Jared. I thought that was, like, kind of funny. Lame. Super lame. I just thought Jared was lame, so I'm going to hate the, everything he does. Dude, all the guys in the show are gross. Yeah, disgusting. They make them seem so hot, but they're not. Ugh. Except big. Yuck. <laughs> Skipper's the worst one, though. The worst one. I don't know. Jared was pretty bad. Yeah. But, I mean, she got her point across, and Big came out to meet her. Yeah. I thought, wait, let's, that was the last part. Can we get to that last? Sure, yeah. Okay. Um. Well, the Charlotte thing. Okay, yeah, we then finished, we talked right? about Miranda. She was giggling, like, oh, I just can't get over the giggling. That was so gross. But it looked like she lived in the prison. Did you notice that? I guess it was the lighting, but at the last scene, it was just a bed in a dingy looking room i was so grossed out who in miranda's room oh no i didn't notice that and that uh, definitely is not a thing in later seasons it was a weird thing to notice but like the room was just gross she had like a nice bedroom as far as i can recall it wasn't skipper's room right i because he was like it looked like he was leaving because he was putting his clothes on maybe he was just getting dressed because he was like in the middle of having sex no while they were together like, mm. Romanda's room looked gross. Oh, I didn't notice. Well, I assume they were in Miranda's room. Yeah, I don't know now. I also assume they were at Miranda's. Yeah. But maybe she went over there. Ugh. The room was just nasty. Even worse. But, alright, and then, yeah, then it goes to Charlotte at Michael Conway's house. And I like that she was being honest, though. She's like, I'm not going to do, or I'm not going to give you a blowjob. I don't like it. I guess. But, yeah, just, like, interesting choice for Charlotte. I feel like it's a big thing to say you won't ever do it. Yeah. But then he says, do it for me. Like, ew, for you. Like, she barely knows you. Gross. Yeah, but, like, aren't they exclusive now? Yeah, but just because you're exclusive for, like, a couple days doesn't mean she has to change everything. These people are on these big sacrifices. They are on such quick timelines. It's like within one day of being in a relationship, I need a blowjob. It's like, ooh. I mean, maybe you should have gotten a blowjob first. Or maybe that's what he thought would happen. He should have at least tried it on her, you know? Maybe they should have had a a more normal conversation about it versus like him just trying to shove her head into his crotch. Yeah, exactly. So rude. Super rude. Very not organic. It was so funny how the dog was watching them make out. Ugh. Oh my god. But, um, yeah, I said, stand your ground, and then <laughs> they break up. Charlotte says, no, I'm not going to do something that I'm not comfortable with. I'm leaving. Well, he basically said, um, I plan on getting a lot of blowjobs in my life, and I hope you're around. Yeah, that was them. gross. Yeah, so it's like, ee. I didn't love that. No. It's kind of a douche. So it sounded like there was no compromise. Right. That's pretty much what it is. And that was the end of that. End of that. Charlotte peaced out. Um, I think the only thing that we needed to wrap up was Samantha. Oh, yeah, Samantha and then the ending. What? Samantha Carrie and then the thing. Carrie thing, yeah. So that was so funny with Samantha when she's making out with the other realtor. So she's cheating on her um, Older lady other realtor. realtor with a, other, well, with a male realtor who... They have sex, like she has sex with. I think that's kind of fun. They have sex in like empty apartments. Yeah, I thought that's that was kind of hot. I thought that was kind of sexy. Um, 
but they're just like fucking in the living room that's empty because there's no furniture yeah it's like, like so, so crazy much fun. but i couldn't believe in the last one like they were doing it with the curtain open i said like guys close the curtain i thought that was gonna be a storyline like somebody like took a picture of them or something no but, that never happens yeah guys always make sure your windows are closed if you're having sex or nobody you're, like, changing nobody has a phone well, you don't have, have to get a real camera. Yeah, and, people had real cameras back I mean, then. I Video guess. cameras, camcorders. Not great quality, but you could still get a the yeah, general but, image. But what are they going to do with it? They're going to show two people. They could sell it to newspapers or who's their gonna job. Get, who's going to buy a newspaper? Of There's no newspaper for like a well, the naked video. Well, gets it, so they have the rights to it, so they can make a story about it, and the guy gets paid. The newspaper. Yeah, that's like how tabloids work. There's no internet, like, newspaper at this point, I don't think. I know, I'm talking about a paper newspaper. So in a paper newspaper, they're going to put pictures of you having sex? Yeah, like, they blur it out. Why? I don't know. Who are you? In the entertainment section. But who are you? What do you mean? (laughs) Someone's filming you and having sex. No. In the 90s? Yeah, that's what people did. You know, if they're like, oh my gosh, these people are having sex, they would, like, take, like, peeping toms. They're just making it really easy for Peeping Toms to be Peeping Tom. Oh, my God. But Peeping Tom is just someone who's looking, I think. Yeah, and then people, I don't know, people might get a camera, Ooh. sell it, scandalize them, blackmail them. There's so many things you can do. <laughs> Thinking outside the box. Love it. Anyway, so. Anyway. Samantha's in a really nice apartment with a female <laughs> realtor, and they start getting nasty. So Samantha takes her top off, and then guess who walks in but her other realtor? Busted. Busted. <laughs> so it was like, oh my gosh. And the realtor is like, oh my gosh, you said you would be monogamous, or you said like I was the one. And Samantha said, well, you said you'd show me the best apartments, and why didn't you show me this one? It's because monogamy can't work, and it's built on lies. It was great. I thought that was such a good comeback. I said, you go, Samantha. Yeah. And the realtor is just like, yeah, you're right, and backed off. Totally. And, like, Samantha has so much dignity with her tits out. Definitely. Yeah, she just was carrying like, on Fuck like you. everything is normal. Fuck you. It's I love like, it. I love it. I aspire to that. That was fun. Yeah, 100%. I love Samantha. But, yeah, so that's, like, one of the parts that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, hilarious. Everything with Samantha always cracks me up. Alright, so then at the end... The end... I wrote down Jared is desperate and gross. I forget exactly what happened, but or if I was just hating on him, but he was desperate and gross. So I wrote down something that happened. Um, he was talking about, like, oh, do you know what the best part of being, like, a well-known writer is? Like, it's not the accolades or the validation or whatever. Um, it was, like, a bunch of... It was, like, something about how he pumps his ideas into the world and, like, how that's, like, so, like, fulfilling. And Ugh, Carrie loser. said... And Carrie said, I thought it was the fact that you could behave like an utter asshole and people would find you amusing. Ha! And he says, I freaking love you. Ew. It's a weird response. He, like, doesn't... He likes to be negged. He doesn't know how to take an insult, I guess. I think it's supposed to be, like, sexy, like they're flirting. Oh. Ew, I don't know. I just don't want to flirt with him. Her judgment was so off. (laughs) Well, he's no big. Oh, I'll even agree with that. <laughs> but oh anyways, Carrie's like, it's 3 a.m. and I'm alone. I'm standing alone and I have to go home. And guess who shows up? 
well, big, because she told him to come. And he's reliable, and he doesn't want her to have to get home alone when she's drunk. They're not even dating, really. They're, like, sort of dating. They're, like, been out on a couple of dates. Not monogamous, though. No, this is not your girlfriend. This is just some girl. And they had a cute little argument about where the front was. He was waiting out front for 30 minutes, but she was actually out front, and they had different definitions of what the front was. two front entrances, I guess. But there's no cell phones, so they can't, like, confirm where they are. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That would be so annoying. I would be like, did she leave? Am I at the right place? Yeah, like, what so do I do? Mystery. Should I just stand here? Because, yeah. like, what if I walk away and then she shows up and then I already left? Oh, that's so tough. Oh, my God. So annoying. Like, you don't know any different because you don't have a fucking cell phone ever. Yeah. But once you have one, it's like, I need to be reachable. Yeah. Because if this happened now and I was picking you up somewhere and you were drunk and I couldn't find you for 45 minutes, I would be very, very concerned because that means you don't have a phone. Yeah. And, like, why can't I find this drunk person for 45 minutes? Oh, my gosh. It's a different world. Oh, my God. I'd be freaking out. Wow. But people right? are crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. There wasn't another choice. Because what is he going to do? Ourselves now. What is he going to do? Call back the pay phone that she was at before? That's not going to work. Yeah, have people call out. Hey, is Carrie Bradshaw here? Oh, my God. It doesn't work. So you just have to fucking walk around the building a bunch of times, I guess, until you find her. Mm. Ugh, God. It makes me nervous. But whatever. They find each other. And she is, I don't know, she starts talking about how she feels and blah, blah, blah. And mm-hmm. uh, is she going to stand alone or is he going to stand with her? Yeah. Do uh, She said she's been around the merry-go-round. Mm. And she found someone she could stand still with. Mm, that's what it was. Yeah. So that's cute. She says, like, cute little writer things sometimes. I'm like, he, it doesn't seem that he's into you. Like... <laughs> Just, like, get your composure, girl. Stop exposing yourself and making yourself vulnerable over and over and over, and he's not appreciating it or, like, acknowledging it. Yeah. It hits... It, I don't know. It hit, I, I agree. Oh, so I'm like, Carrie, that's pathetic. Like, again, love yourself. <laughs> Miranda, love yourself. Carrie, love yourself. Even Skipper. Skipper, go to therapy. And, like, here's the other thing I was thinking of in that situation. So Big ended up putting her, like, his arm around her, I guess, as a cute, like, yes, I'll stand still with you. But, like, what was he supposed to do? He's a player. He doesn't want to lose Carrie as one of his options. If he says, no, I'm not going to stand still with you, that's going to be it. He had no other choice to say yes or I'll do it if he wanted to continue. Exactly. Like, it doesn't mean anything, and she's going to think it means so much. I know. (sighs) I know. I really feel like she, like, kind of backed him into a corner and then, for, like, forced him into standing there with her because he was already standing there. And the episode just ended. Yeah, but... That was not... the worst ending. I was kind of disappointed. We're not done with them. Yeah, I know. For it could have been ever. perceived as, like, a romantic ending, I feel like, but I didn't think it was. No, I didn't either. I definitely get the intention, but missed yeah. the mark. Yeah. In this day and age, at least. Yeah. For sure. And I wonder if we're just, like, cynical. Now. Do you remember watching that episode before and feeling differently or having any opinions at it, about it at all? I mean, maybe, like, when I was, like, a lot, lot younger. Because I watched this when I was, like, 12 or 13. So, like, I watched this very young. I don't really know what I thought about it then. Mm-hmm. I just thought this show was, like, 
glamorous. Oh, okay. You know, so like, you oh. weren't like, oh. Yeah, I don't know. Like, okay. I, I feel like so I. You weren't like, that was so romantic. I feel like I like, thought of it on a very shallow level. Oh, like, okay. the first like, like, few times I watched this, and now it. I've just watched it a lot. Okay. So I don't really know. Huh. Cool. Yeah. It's just, it's just like a part of my past. Part of your life? Yeah, like I already know what happens. A pillar <laughs> of your existence. I mean, I'm not gonna say like my entire personality is based on this, but it is. <laughs> and like I've been shaped by this in so many ways. Love it. Alright. Well, I think that we could wrap it up here. Um, yes. if you want to stand still with me and light this bong. And eat some dinner. I'm starving. Yes. Oh my god, I'm so hungry. I can't I have sushi. Ooh, it. yum. Yeah. Alright. Signing off here. Alright, adios. Later. Get lit.